Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me in season two of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Look for me on Apple, Spotify, Google, or YouTube, or any other platform where you find your favorite podcast. And please don't forget to like and subscribe or leave a review too. I'd so appreciate it. It's still February, the month of love. And I thank you so very much for showing me love while listening to my podcast and sharing it with others. As I enter season two, I am determined to show you some love, which fits quite nicely with my mission in life, which is to leave each person and place better than I found them. So on this podcast, I will continue to expose this elephant in the room to shine a bright spotlight on this thing that can eat away at your pay, affecting your financial well-being. Heretofore, this elephant has been wearing a mask, and I am determined to reveal what it has been trying to conceal. I will also disclose some previously unknown information, some pertinent facts about the impact this elephant is making, because if we let it stay the way it is, it just may eat us out of house and home, and we definitely don't want that. And I will also show how to dispose of this elephant as well as its effects by finding and fixing the gender pay gap for every woman who will listen and who has the courage to act. On last week, I responded to this question. When it comes to work, what does love have to do with it? What in the world does love have to do with any of it? My reply was one word. You know what that word was? Lot. I immediately thought of my dad who worked two jobs to support us. He got up early in the morning, worked long hours, came home close to midnight, got four to five hours of sleep. Then he was up and at it again. And he did it again and again and again. He's passed on now. But if I could ask him what love had to do with it, I'm sure he wouldn't say it was because he loved the type of work he did but he would say it was his way of showing us love by taking care of us. I must say, I am so very glad he did. His example taught me the importance of working hard and that it is an honorable thing to sacrifice for the ones you love. I also told you about a time when I worked for a boss who didn't want me on his team. Actually, he told me that I was not his first choice and boy, did he show it. This came on the heels of me working for a boss who was very generous with praise. He wanted the best for me, and he showed me that he definitely wanted me on his team. His name was Bruce. Call him my honorary boss for life. Now, the boss who told me I was not his first choice, he will remain nameless, but he was quite stingy with praise. There was a stark contrast between him and Bruce. And working for that boss, I quickly realized he definitely didn't know how to speak my love language at work. And quite frankly, I really don't think he tried. 
nor did he care. Why do I say that? Because he often made a point of letting me know that he really could care less. People remember what they feel, and that especially applies to me and those with my personality type. We are what you call super feelers. Now, did I hear you say, speak your love language at work? Yes, you heard me right. The first I heard of love languages was from Gary Chapman and Paul White's book, The Five Love Languages. Before I met my husband, I read the book and I took the assessment. And after we met and we were preparing for marriage, my husband and I talked about during our premarital counseling, each other's love languages. The seminal work that was done on the five love language has evolved into the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. You've heard that song. I want to know what love is. Haven't you? It is referred to as a power ballad and is sung by the British American rock band Foreigner. They call it a power ballad because it's a song that has an emotional impact and it never gets old. Even at work. I want to know what love is. And if you're like me, you do too. And you want your employer to show you. So what are the five languages of appreciation? The best way to show love at work. Before I tell you what they are, let me share some principles of the different languages. One, there are different ways to communicate appreciation and encouragement to others. Two, an individual will value a certain language more than another. Three, the most effective communication of appreciation and encouragement occurs when the message is sent in the language of appreciation most valued by the receiver. And four, the message of appreciation and encouragement in languages that are not valued by the recipient will tend to miss their mark. So now to the five love languages and their languages of appreciation in the workplace. You want to know what they are? Drum roll. Number one is words of affirmation. That is using words to communicate a positive message to another person. Examples are praise for accomplishments, but also being very careful of how you deliver that praise, either one-on-one or in front of others. Remember, it has to be in the language of the receiver, not just the sender. Another one is quality time. It's giving the person your focused attention. Quality conversations with eye contact and no distractions and listening to each other actively to both feelings and thoughts. That's an example of quality time. Another one is acts of service, which is providing assistance and offering and asking, how can I help? So we've covered three so far, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, and number four is tangible gifts. And it's actually the giving of physical items. It can be time off. It could be food, someone bringing breakfast. Those are just examples of tangible gifts. Now the physical love language or language of appreciation, physical touch is uh, there's a caveat here that said person-to-person contact that is it's not a primary love language in the workplace, but examples of physical touch and signs of respect can be a handshake, 
It can be a high five. It can be a fist bump. So these are the five languages of appreciation and some examples of how they manifest in uh, the workplace. So after listening to this, what's your primary language of appreciation at work? Do you enjoy and prefer receiving words of appreciation? One-on-one -on -one or in a group? Or what about quality time? Or what about acts of service? or other tangible gifts. Which of these are more important to you and which, with which of these do you resonate with the most? I'd be curious to hear what you had to say. So I'll say it again. I wanna know what love is and I want you to show me. And that even applies at work. When it comes to work, have you identified yet what your language of appreciation is? Also, how can your employer show you appreciation? Now, before I go, I ask you if you will share this with me. Please submit your response by contacting me at GwendolynJTucker.com. I would love to hear what you say about your language of appreciation and how it manifests at work. Now, before I go, also, I want to share that my dream is to show women how to gain a greater degree of well-being in the workplace. And I do that by showing them how to free themselves from this great big elephant that is called the gender pay gap. I am accepting one coaching client for the month of February. It could be you. Message me back if you're interested in finding and fixing your pay gap. Just go to GwendolynJTucker.com and click on contacts. A link is in the description box below. You can reach out to me there. Women, because you work hard for your money, please take home all of it. Thank you so much for joining me for this season of my podcast and this session of my podcast. Words simply cannot express how much I truly appreciate you and your support. Please join me next time and invite a woman in your world to listen in too. I look forward to seeing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of That the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.